today we continue the Wednesday uh, Soup and Sermon series on the Eucharist during the season of Lent. Today I'll be talking about what our response should be towards the Eucharist. And so we're given this great gift of the Eucharist. What is our response to the Eucharist? In the Greek language, Eucharist means thanksgiving, Eucharista, thanksgiving. And so what our response should be towards the Eucharist itself is one of thanksgiving. When we think about the Eucharist, I'm sure the first thing that pops into our mind is the Mass, because that's where we receive the Eucharist. Without the Mass, there is no Eucharist. And so the Eucharist has its central uh, place, its source in the Mass. Before, during, and after Mass, it's one of a continuous response of thanksgiving. Before Mass, it's thanksgiving. During Mass, it's thanksgiving. After Mass, it's thanksgiving. And so to illustrate what our response of thanksgiving looks like within the context of a Mass before, during, and after Mass, I just want you to imagine a scenario, and I'll set up a scene for you. So imagine a family who lives in a typical rural neighborhood. They know each of their neighbors, and their kids play with each other outdoors in the park. It's a relatively safe neighborhood. And we'll say this particular, this particular family in this scenario isn't super wealthy, but they're not poor either. We'll say that this is a middle-class family. And so one day a new person from out of town moves into one of the houses down the street. And the family who lives in this neighborhood decides to invite the newcomer over for dinner one evening so they can get to know their new neighbor. And so the visitor comes on over to this family's house, rings the doorbell, and the, the wife or the mother of the family answers the door and lets the visitor in. And there's a couple kids running around and giggling inside the house behind her as she opens the door. And, um, and maybe there's a little conversation before everyone sits down to eat. Introductions are made, handshakes are given, everyone meets each other, and they sit down to enjoy a nice meal together. The meal gets started, and everyone seems to be enjoying themselves and engaging in polite conversation. But during the course of this meal, the conversation slowly dies, and this hosting family, hosting this newcomer in the neighborhood, they notice that this visitor is eating rather quickly without saying much, and he eventually eats the last bite on his plate. And then suddenly, without warning, the visitor scoots his chair back, gets up, grabs his jacket, and walks out the door without another word. The door clicks shut behind him, and the family is left there sitting at the table in silence. And so the clinking of silverware on the plates stops. The husband looks at the wife, and the kids look at each other. And everyone's asking that unspoken question in their mind. What was that all about? The visitor left without a thank you or even a goodbye. He simply got up from the table and walked out without saying anything. And so who is this visitor? 
Well, I, this story I just made up, uh, this story is um, a typical Sunday Mass. A, s- a typical Sunday Mass. Who is that visitor that gets up from the table and walks out without a thank you? Uh, many times it's that person or that family who leaves before the final blessing. Or those people who leave once the closing song begins. Or they leave before I, Father, can get to the back and shake their hand and wish them a good day. I look forward to that. Uh, Sunday is typically when I see people during the week. And I, I, I enjoy shaking hands and wishing them a good day. But when, what are we saying when we leave as the closing song begins? Or what are we saying before the priests and the altar servers get to the back? If we pay attention to how the procession out of the church goes, it's first the cross, and then we have two candles, and then the priest. And so for someone to leave Mass early is to leave before the cross. And what are they saying? They're basically saying, I'm here for the food What I'm doing after this Mass is more important. I put myself before the cross. Rather than allowing Jesus to lead, I'm putting myself before him. And some some of us, I I know where some of us go after Saturday evening Mass. Some of us uh, have reservations at uh, Perkins or Brow Brothers or Applebee's or the Hitching Post. What's five minutes? What's five minutes to stay after Mass and thank our host? When we gather as a community at Sunday Mass, the Lord is only asking two things of us. Two things. That's all all he's asking. Time and gratitude. Can you give God some of your time? In one week, there's 168 hours. Can you give back God one of those hours? God only gets one hour. The rest, uh, the other 167 hours of the week, those are yours to do what you want. But can you give him one hour on Sunday? So time, can we give God time? And the other one is gratitude. Gratitude. Just for a moment, imagine if your family disappeared today or that you found out another family member died unexpectedly. Or what if you went home today and you found the fire department parked outside your house shooting water on your home as it was engulfed in flames and big black billowing flames go into the sky. Where would you turn? Where would you turn? For most of us, we would fall on our knees and pray. We would ask God to be with us in this difficult time. And so are we thankful for the people in our lives? Are we thankful for the things that God has given us? This is what Mass is for, to give thanksgiving, to go back every Sunday morning and to give thanks, Eucharist, thanksgiving. And this is all God is asking of you, time and gratitude, one hour a week. And as we come to Mass, we're like that visitor in the story, in the scenario I uh, just previously set up for you. We, we come and Jesus is the host. There's a pun intended there. Jesus is the host, the host of the meal, and we also receive him in Holy Communion. 
And so many of you know that I live in Milroy, and I, I enjoy Milroy. I'm kind of biased towards them for particular reasons. But if you haven't gone to a Mass in Milroy before, I encourage you to go there. That's our noisiest parish of the ASM. <laughs> A lot of screaming, uh, young children crying, and uh, it's a joy. It's a joy to celebrate Mass in Milroy. But when I came to Milroy last July, I remember celebrating uh, one of my first Sunday Masses there in the church. And after the closing hymn, I saw something I've never seen before in a parish. Um, As I walked to the back with the altar servers and the closing song was finishing, the whole, <clears throat> the whole congregation, they fell on their knees, and it was so silent in the church that you could he- hear a pin drop. And I turned to the ushers in Milroy at that time, and I asked them, do they do this every Sunday Mass? Uh, the whole congregation uh, took time after Mass to give thanks uh, silently. And it was, it was kind of interesting, all the, all the screaming babies at that po- moment as well, they were, they were quiet as well. And I thought to myself, wow, these people understand the gift of the Eucharist. It's not a race to get out the door and to, to get their reservations at their restaurant, but actually they, they take two or three minutes after Mass just to give thanks for the Eucharist. And so we're all from Minnesota, or most of us are from Minnesota, and so we know what a Minnesota goodbye is. You, you say goodbye three or four times at the table, and then you get up and you have to say goodbye four or five more times. Then you get to the door and maybe a couple more times, and then you get outside the door on the front step and maybe one, once or twice more. And then you get to the car and maybe another four or five times. It's like, can we go? Can we go? I'm ready to go. Uh, this is what Mass is supposed to be like. We, we come, we receive Holy Communion, we say goodbye to Jesus. But then after Mass, uh, we say another goodbye. We, we give thanks for the gift of the Eucharist. We think about wedding receptions or uh, family reunions, right? When we go and celebrate, uh, we don't simply come for the meal. Uh, With most wedding receptions, there's a social hour beforehand. Why is that? Because God's created the human person to be social. And so uh, the Mass, it's it's like a wedding reception. Uh, Jesus speaks about the great wedding feast in the Bible. Uh, and so we come to Mass early, uh, maybe to pray the rosary, or maybe to simply settle ourselves down to, to pre- pre- prepare ourselves to enjoy this meal with Jesus. And like wedding receptions or family reunions, once the meal is over, we don't uh, run to the door and be, try to be the first one out of the parking lot. Or rather, we linger, we linger. And so Mass, we're invited to do the same thing. Linger a little bit. Uh, thank Jesus for feeding you. Um, uh, mingle with each other uh, after Mass. Get to know the people in the pew in front of you or behind you or who's sitting next to you. Get to know them. Uh, make Mass a Minnesota goodbye. And I find it really interesting when Jesus prays in the sacred scriptures, uh, whenever he prays, do you ever notice how he begins? 
He always begins with thanksgiving. For example, this past Sunday's gospel was the raising of Lazarus. Before Jesus uh, told Lazarus, Lazarus, come out. Before Jesus raised him from the dead, what did Jesus do? Jesus looked up to heaven. He lifts his eyes to heaven. And the gospel says that Jesus prayed, Father, I thank you for hearing me. And I know that you always hear me. Or another miracle, the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. Before Jesus multiplies them and distributes them to all the people, what does he do? He gives thanks, and then he distributes the loaves and the fishes. Or next week on Holy Thursday, we celebrate the Mass of the Lord's Supper. What did Jesus do at the Last Supper? He, it's, uh, the Gospel says Jesus gave thanks, blessed, and broke the bread. And he also gave thanks as he held the chalice. He begins his prayer with thanksgiving. So I think it's really beautiful that uh, the church gives us this great gift called the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And there's a whole section in the Catechism devoted to Christian prayer. Um, and so the church, as a loving mother, teaches her children how to pray. And so in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, we're given five types of prayer, or five ways to pray. Um, those five things are uh, adoration, petition, intercession, thanksgiving, and the prayer of praise. Uh, adoration, petition, intercession, thanksgiving, and praise. I'll just read the section on thanksgiving, because I think it's really beautiful uh, what the Catechism says about thanksgiving. Catechism says in paragraph 2637 on the prayer of thanksgiving, thanksgiving characterizes the prayer of the church, which in celebrating the Eucharist reveals and becomes more fully what she is. Indeed, in the work of salvation, Christ sets creation free from sin and death to consecrate it anew and make it return to the Father for his glory. The thanksgiving of the members of the body participates in that of their head. As in the prayer of petition, every event in need can become an offering of thanksgiving. The letters of St. Paul often begin and end with thanksgiving, and the Lord Jesus is always present in it. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And so when someone wants to go deeper in their spiritual life, or when someone asks me, Father, how do I pray? I want to pray, but I don't know how to pray. I always invite them to begin with thanksgiving whether in the early in the morning before you get out of bed or the last thing you do before you shut off your light and go to bed, think about three things or maybe three people that you're thankful for and to just uh, thank God for those. Make your own prayer of thanksgiving back to God. And then uh, once you begin, begin a habit of a thanksgiving prayer, then you can build up with 
reading sacred scripture or petitioning or praying for other people in intercessions. And so this is the first step to develop a discipline of prayer is to begin with thanksgiving. Prayer is a discipline. Prayer is hard work. Uh, I w- when I was in the cemetery, it, <laughs> not when I was in the cemetery, when I was in the seminary, when I, when I was in the seminary, there, there was a lot of discipline and obedience, uh, just like prayer is. Prayer is hard work. The seminary was hard work. Um, I always think about the seminary like the military. Um, they focus a lot on discipline and obedience. And so when I was in the college seminary, uh, we had discipline that we had to practice every day. We had to make our beds a certain way, and periodically their RA, the residence assistant on the floor, would come by without warning and do a bed check just to make sure we made our bed in the college seminary. Uh, Sometimes we were assigned house chores, and so everything needed to be cleaned up to, his, to the RA's satisfaction or up to par. Otherwise, uh, he'd make us redo it. Um, and even at meals, we were disciplined. In the seminary at meals, we were taught to wait until everyone has their food and is seated at the table before we begin to eat. And then at the end of the meal in the seminary, uh, nobody was excused until everyone at the table has finished eating. And we all prayed an after-meal prayer, a Thanksgiving prayer together. And so to conclude today, I'll just uh, pray that Thanksgiving prayer that we prayed after our meals in the seminary, um, giving thanks for all that the good Lord has given us today. And so let us pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. We give you thanks for all the benefits, Almighty God, who lives and reigns forever. May the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen. Give thanks to the Lord for his mercy endures forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, have a good day, everyone. Thank you.